Hello and welcome to this video. In this video, we're going to be talking about why you should read Dostoevsky. There's a lot of things I can talk about Dostoevsky. Everyone who watches the channel knows that I really love Dostoevsky. So I can really talk about this for hours. However, I've decided to kind of condense it into five main reasons for why you might want to interact with Dostoevsky. And of course, everyone is going to have their own reasons. So if you want to kind of input your own thoughts, and of course, let me know in the comments below and share the reasons why you love Dostoevsky so much or why you might be wanting to read Dostoevsky, I'll very happily hear your thoughts and I'll love to discuss them with you in the comment section. So without further ado, let's get right into this video and start off with the fact that Dostoevsky is one of the few universal geniuses of humanity. Now, the term of universal genius is originally given it to someone like Gottfried Leibniz, who is seen as one of the last universal geniuses because of his contributions to mathematics, to philosophy, to free will, to metaphysics, to so all the different types of ideas. And as the name suggests, a universal genius is someone who knows absolutely everything or contributes to a lot of different schools of thoughts. And the same can be said about Dostoevsky. His philosophy and his works touch not only about philosophy, not only about psychology, but sociology, philosophy, the theology, and all those different schools of thought as well. So in some sense, you can say he is a universal genius of the humanities, given his contribution not only to literature and poetry, but also to the development of philosophy and sociology in the, in the 19th, 20th century, even into today. A lot of his works have had direct impact into the lives of so many different people, ranging from politicians in the top levels of the governments to the everyday individual. Dostoevsky is almost every omnipresent and has had a significant impact on the lives of everyone who has read him. So one of the main reasons why I'll recommend you to read him is that by interacting with the works of Dostoevsky, that almost provides you as a leaping board into so many different schools of thoughts. If you're interested in sociology, then go for sociology. If you're interested in philosophy, then go for philosophy. This would allow you to understand more about these individual ideas and schools of thoughts. So now after that, we've talked about this idea of him as a universal genius. We can go get in depth about him as a psychologist, a sociologist, philosopher and a theologian and look at his contributions there. In the past, I've made a lot of videos about why you should read The Idiot or why you should read The Gambler and all these very specific videos. However, today I want to make this more of a broader theme and say, well, this is what he does and these are the books which go with it. So why he is a psychologist, why he contributes so much to psychology can be seen in Notes from Underground, The Gambler, Crime and Punishment. And when Nietzsche read the Notes from Underground, Nietzsche has very, very high standards for philosophy. He says he described Dostoevsky as the only psychologist that he actually had a lot to learn from. Nietzsche looked up to Dostoevsky's works. And of course, it's very difficult to know exactly which translation of Dostoevsky he was referring to. And of course, the French translations of Dostoevsky, especially the early French translations of Dostoevsky, have always been seen as a bit dodgy. So it's very difficult to know exactly which one he's referring to. Nevertheless, it shows the importance of Dostoevsky as a psychological figure. And of course, no one needs, no one needs to raise... Freud's interpretation of Dostoevsky's The Brother Karamazov as a representation of his Oedipus or his Oedipus complex. So, I mean, yes, you can turn to those kind of interpretations of him psychologically, but there is just so much different psychological ideas packed into his few works. Of course, you can find psychological ideas packed for all of his works. However, they are best seen, at least in my opinion, in Notes from Underground, where it discusses the psychology of an atheist or the psychology of a sinner to some degree, a base man in some degree, an existentialist. And also in The Gambler, where he talks about the psychology of a gambler, someone who's addicted. Of course, Dostoevsky 
as someone who went through the prison system in Siberia, someone who went through a lot of addictions, he would know firsthand the, the pain, the suffering, which is found within gambling, within these prison camps. And you see notes from, well, notes from a dead house or um, the house of the dead or gambler, where they really talk about these issues in depth psychologically. And of course, in crime and punishment, the psychology of a sinner, or the psychology of someone who commits a crime, that is, of course, very, very profound as well. And also, he is a great sociologist. He talks about key sociological issues. His entire work, Demons, is a precursor to the Russian Revolution. It, it represents what the Ru Russian Revolution will be in the future. And that is just something which is so interesting, how he was able to predict it almost to the T. He, he predicted it very, very well. And he also, in The Dream of a Ridiculous Man, he's talking about a perfect society. And also this motif is found in notes from underground. Well, he's saying, well, a perfect society, will we actually strive towards it? Can we actually strive towards a perfect society? Will we destroy it? These discussions of sociology is very, very interesting. And in fact, in some ways, you could say that his, his political philosophy, his sociology is almost a direct. And I suppose that is almost a completely different thing as well, right? But his political philosophy and his sociology is almost seen as a direct middle finger to the works of Rousseau, who and some of the past philosophers, like the Marxian types, who try to reduce everyone to this kind of almost Euclidean mind, which Dostoevsky just hates that idea because he says, well, you can't possibly reduce humans to almost a calculable experience to this idea of all goodness. It's, it's a way more complex situation than that. So it, so it does provide a very profound understanding of what it means to be human and also what it means to be, or, or kind of an image of sociology. Then the next thing that he is, is a philosopher and no one needs more to discuss or we don't really need to go in depth in this. It, throughout all of his works, he discusses the philosophy of political philosophy, ethical philosophy and the idiot. The, he raises some really, really big questions. And in some sense, when you're reading the books of Dostoevsky, he's not only trying to give you an answer, he's asking you a question. Is the actions of Alyosha, is the action of Mushkin actually good? Should we actually act in such a way, despite all the suffering that it may cause, especially with Mushkin, right? It's a it's almost, uh, it's almost an analysis of the nature of the good taken to such a personal level. And these individual things are so profound and so insightful where you cannot, you can never underestimate the philosophical contribution that Dostoevsky has had. And finally, Dostoevsky is a theologian. He, in the idiot in the Brothers Karamazov, has had a great impact in the philosophy and the thoughts of his readers. You look at his analysis of the Catholic Church, his analysis of the Orthodox Church, you look at all these different views and you see a very beautiful and clear illustration of different theological issues. Now, you could say he might not have been a theologian, a classical theologian, in the sense that he knows all the different scriptures and all the different ideas, but what he seems to do is bring back from this dogmatic faith to almost a simple faith, almost a mere, almost this mystic uh, approach to God. And that's, and, and that's a very interesting thing, and it really asks you questions about how on earth are you meant to interact with the Bible? How are you meant to interact with scripture? So I hope you've enjoyed this video. These are a few reasons why you, I highly recommend you to read Dostoevsky. It's a really life-changing thing to do. And I highly recommend you to get one of his books. And if you don't know where to start, then of course, go check out what order should I read Dostoevsky in, which I'll put in the end screen here. Have a great one, my friends. If you enjoyed this video, make sure to like and subscribe. It really means a lot to me and it really helps the channel. So stay safe, my friends. See you soon. Thank you for watching and goodbye. I'll see you next one.